0: Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What starts here changes the world. world. Well, Well, I've got to admit, admit, I kind of like it. What starts starts here changes the world. We are the music makers, and we are the dreams of the the average American will meet 10,000 people in their lifetime. I was handcuffed to another man from another tribe. whose language I did not speak. Don't think, don't think. But if every one of you changed the lives of just 10, just 10 people, people, and each one of those people changed the lives of another 10 people, 10 people. and another 10. We did not know each other, each other. And we could not speak to each other because if we could have spoken to each other. We might have lived to out what was happening to us. To every politician who is taking donations from the NRA, it is because America has not invested in its people. And you can change the entire population of the world. Eight billion people. And if we could have figured out what was happening to us, we might have been able to prevent it. If you think it's hard to change the lives of ten people, change their lives forever. Well, it didn't happen. Here we are. You're wrong. Are you better off than you were four years ago, my fellow Americans? It's time to speak out. They're looking for help. They're looking for help. They're not looking for more of the same. When people lose their jobs, there's a good chance I'll know them by their names. When a factory when a closes, houses, I, know the, I know the people who ran. it. When the businesses go bankrupt, I know them. We will respond with that timeless creed that, time that sums up, up the spirit, the spirit of a people. people. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yes, yes we can. We can. And when we get enough money, honey, we'll bring you down. But their children were saved. Your children's children. 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 Generations were saved by one decision, one person. But changing the world can happen anywhere, and anyone, and can, anyone can, do do it. can do it. So what starts here can indeed change the world. But the question is, what will the world look like after you change it? Welcome to Public, to public Access, access America. America. Make a stand. I know I did. Thank you very much, and may God bless America. Um, so Eitan asked me to provide a general overview of what we know about campaign finance from the research and this was a very bracing exercise for me because as I considered the main findings, I began to realize that some of the same conclusions reached almost 100 years ago appear repeated in, t- in today's research. And back then a scholar at Wellesley, Louise Overecker, wrote a book called Money in Politics which looked at the elections in the 1920s and 30s. Her work remained the scholarly consensus on campaign finance. And she served up her findings in response to reforms pushed by progressives at the turn of the century. Today, political scientists appear to be doing the same things in response to progressive small p who desire additional reforms in the mold of large p progressives. So here's the scholarly consensus about camp finance. I'll, I'll go through the list, which dates back to overrecker. I borrow heavily from Tom Mann's excellent essay on the subject and perspectives. First, more money is needed in campaigns, not less. So this is, this is what scholars tend to say. Spending limits tend to protect incumbents Contribution limits are easy to get around and create other problems like weak disclosure Money does not corrupt the process now. I know we political scientists sound a little bit like uh, Chico Marx and duck soup saying, you know Who are you gonna believe me your own eyes? So, um, so anyway, that's something that's controversial public financing is a positive and partial solution to problems in a system an effective disclosure can promote an accountable marketplace in campaign finance. So the beauty of this list, actually, is it shows that political scientists have been almost completely ignored for the past hundred years. <laughs> um, and it shows the power of our profession. Let me take each of these in turn. First, money is needed, more money is needed in campaign, not less. A common refrain in editorials is that the election is awash in, uh, in, uh, in money. Too much, a shameful amount. Well, research actually casts doubt on whether there's too much here, um, particularly for legislative elections where news coverage isn't so good. Um, studies show that increased campaign spending actually creates better informed voters. And you know what? Voters remember ads, especially the negative ones. Um, second, it's not necessarily true that things have gotten worse over time. Overacker and others today show that money, the amount of money in elections has not really changed Certainly not relative to other types of spending in society. For example, if you look at campaign spending relative to the size of our economy, it hasn't changed hardly. Nations with large economies spend more on politics just like they spend more on other stuff. Now a chief problem, I would say, is that a lot of the spending is wasted because parties and candidates, they, they don't spread the money around races. They just concentrate in just a few. And yes, then the dynamic becomes arms race, and I agree that's a problem. Um, but turning down the spigot is, um, is, is unlikely to prove the situation. It might even make elections worse. Second point is related. Spending limits tend to protect incumbents. Why is that? Um, because incumbents start with huge name, rec- uh, name recognition advantages. And they have other resources at their disposal to let voters know who they are. Uh, spending limits are no longer allowed due to the Buckley v. Vallejo decision in the 70s, but before that, they were very much allowed. Uh, Gary Jacobson has shown that challengers tend to benefit from additional spending compared to incumbents. and Now, others have challenged this view, but it seems clear that you, know, you need sufficient money to do well. Now, the question is how much and what can be done to close the gap between candidates? And I think the real, another real problem that I'm concerned with here is that the amount of time candidates spend raising money is just unbelievable. It's all out of proportion to how much the value of money is in elections, uh, at least their election. There's a law of diminishing returns. Um, but the candidates are obsessed with developing war chests. Three, contribution limits are easy to get around. I don't need to show much research here. Trevor just talked about it. Heather just talked about it. Um, there was a brief period after the 74 reforms when things actually seemed to work. But you know, before that, when there were spending limits, uh, contribution limits, we had independent candidate, uh, citizen committees to elect Eisenhower or other politicians. Today, of course, we have leadership PACs, super PACs, every type of PAC, you name it. Um, here's something to think about with contribution limits. Some recent research shows that it might be pushing the parties to polarize this fellow at BYU, Michael Barber, has done research showing that candidates today rely more on individual contributions than ever, more than they rely on PACs. Sounds good, right? Well, one problem is individual donors are very polarized, okay? PACs are not, so here's the deal with the devil. If you limit PAC donations, You get polarized politics, according to this research, but if you remove PAC limits, you basically endorse a system where corporate influence is heavy in politics. So where are you gonna come down? There are trade-offs here. Fourth, money does not corrupt the policy process. This is the most controversial finding by far, not universally embraced by scholars, obviously. Um, Almost every study of roll call votes uh, shows that there's no relationship between contributions and how that member votes once you control for other factors. Research acknowledges money works in other more subtle ways. Money buys effort in committees. Uh, the little things that happen before a bill reaches the floor. If anything, I would argue money buys the status quo, which is pretty simple in our system of separation of powers. Um, do campaign finance laws matter at all in reducing corruption? I mean, this is, this is hard to measure, corruption. It really is. David is, has made some heroic efforts at this. But I haven't seen much, much, effort here, uh, much evidence. One thing seems certain, the public certainly thinks the money nexus, regardless of the rules, is corrupting. And there's no relationship, as far as we can tell, between laws and public trust. In fact, when the parties were using or abusing soft money, public trust in in, in institutions was on the rise. Very paradoxical. So, again, none of this is to say that money has no impact, but I, I think it does. But it comes much earlier in the process, in the decisions about who gets to run, what they stand for, and how well they actually do. Five, public financing is good for the system. I won't say much here. The goal is to make candidates less reliant on private money, make the system fair and competitive. Lots of support in the political science community for this. We need more work here because, first of all, there's not much evidence that public financing helps new candidates or the legislative process. Uh, The problem with most schemes that are proposed by advocates is they're just not generous enough and then they cut off the supply of private money. That's just not feasible, and it creates all sorts of weird pro- Here in Canada, you see what's happening. Uh, I just read in the paper, Kennedy, one of the Kennedys, ran for state senate. He said he's gonna limit himself to public funds. Of course he's gonna get private money funneled through the parties, it, that, that's obvious. This brings me to disclosure. I know David's gonna touch some stuff here. You know, disclosure is sacrosanct as a policy tool, but now it's receiving more nuanced scrutiny um, you know, other forms of regulation are controversial. This is less so for political science. It seems more like a pure good if it could help voters see who's behind the curtain, holding politicians accountable, maybe preventing corruption. So scholars are starting to focus on good questions. What does disclosure really accomplish? I mean, what are, and what are the costs? We haven't looked into that. How do intermediaries like the press or interest groups actually use this information? Is it good? Do voters care? Does it affect their vote? Um, I know that there's some research being done by scholars at the Wesleyan uh, Media Project that su- suggests yes, voters become more skeptical when they see who's funding these candidates. Um, but the problem is voters are ignorant; they don't have, they don't look at the information, or they don't have it. Um, so, um, with other regulations on shaky legs, you're going to see a lot more research in this area. There's some new proposals. I, I like Heather's idea. I might favor a more incentive-based policy, like. Giving discounts to uh, advertising for organizations that actually fully disclose, so you pay a premium for being for hiding your donors, um, for not being transparent. I would also raise this is controversial, but I would raise significantly the limits on giving candidates and parties, so money flows through them rather than non-transparent groups. Bruce Kane has suggested semi-disclosure, where you don't actually publish the name of the person giving the money, but you know, like census data. With demographics, where they are, with industries, things like that. Um, actually, the, the one I like the best is the Onion proposed that, uh, oh, I was gonna say Ackerman and Ayers think we should have total an- anonymity. This is an interesting piece of research. Um, so, given that disclosure has become the last stand, um, we're gonna have more scrutiny. We'd like to know what would happen if we didn't have disclosure. Would politics become more nasty as it becomes more anonymous? Would the wealthy who are now reluctant, to, who might be reluctant to give money, start pouring money in, people who are on the sidelines. I think Doug Spencer, who's here today, some of his work suggests maybe not, maybe under some conditions it will. Finally, more broadly, we need to, I, I personally think we need to move away from this old paradigm of a populist, kind of big P progressive reforms, these kind of command and control um, uh, sense. I, I don't think we're getting much bang for the buck for them and I think it's creating um, a lot of distortions that make things worse. So uh, with that, I think it's time to think about a new approach. To those who would tear the world down, we will defeat you. This is our moment. This is our time. To those who seek peace and security, we support you. Yes, we can. And to all sunshine and rain. It's a very mean very and mean nasty place and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and knee knee keep, your keep your you there permanently. permanently, permanently permanent. You, me or nobody, is going to hit as hard as life. Ask not yes, we can. Yes, what we can. your country can do for you. I have a dream. Ask what you can do for your country. Four little children. Yes, we can. things are bad everybody knows things are bad. It's, a it's, a it's a depression in this lifetime you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself it about it you about you it's about how it's hard about you get and keep, keep, keep moving keep forward, forward. How, much how much you can much take and keep, keep moving forward, forward. that's how winning is done welcome to so, public america. access america. america yes we can yes, we Instagram and SoundCloud. To SoundCloud. Run out, of that run out of that For my dad. Damn On Twitter. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. The Stitcher yes. Smart Radio. Stitcher Smoke. and more. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Access Public America. Access America. History in the making. History. Making history. In the making. In the making.